This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. Everybody, hello and welcome to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater kayak connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm Dustin, your host. Uh, this week we've got a got a really good show. Uh, got my buddy Daniel Hayes in the house right here. What's going on, man? How you doing today? What's going on, guys and gals? How y'all doing today? Out there in podcast land. Yeah, we brought Daniel on. Uh, we're going to touch on uh, quite a few topics. Um, you know, family fun on the water is always always a good plus. And uh, you know, he is one of the uh, tournament directors, kind of founders of the. Uh, Saltwater Survival Fishing Series, Saltwater Survival Series, and we're going to touch on some of that upcoming events and maybe uh, look into the future, what's what's in hold for that next year, and, you know, just talk a little bit about everything, tips, tactics. Uh, we're going to get into this uh, thing I call Pick 3, where you got to pick uh, three setups, um, spinning, bait, casting, fly, whatever you want to bring, and you got three setups to bring with you on the water, and you can have three baits on those rods, and that's all you get to bring. Break, so we're gonna see what Daniel's choices will be, and uh, we're gonna roll with the show, man. So hey, hey, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, let everybody know, you know, give us a rundown. What got you into fishing? You know, right off the bat, well, you know, tell everybody, so, let everybody know who you are, and then, you know, what got you into fishing, man. Well, I'm going on 40 years young, so <laughs> I've been in it for a minute. Uh, me and my brothers, we kind of grew up on, on every summer. We'd go to Lake Texoma. So I, I grew up fishing Lake Texoma, really. I, I mostly bass fishing, striper fishing. 
And man, I took to it when I was shoot seven, eight, nine, and we would go down there with our with our sling nets, catch some ghost menace, and mm -hmm. start baiting them bad boys up. Start catching us some stripers. Yep. Uh, and then and then uh, when I was home from when we weren't when we weren't up there in latex home, I'd be fishing with my best friend Chris, and we we him and his dad fished a lot of the, uh, at Lake Santa Rabra. So I, I grew up actually bass fishing, if you if you can believe that. Yep. And I lived right there by Southern Beach too, and I, and I really took to bass fishing. Yeah. See, and, that's what uh, was me. I, you know, I fished saltwater with my granddad and my uncles and my dad and everybody. But, you know, I had all these farm ponds and neighborhood ponds I could ride my bike to. So I was I was bass fishing a lot. And yeah, that, that led to some growth in, in learning about fishing for, with artificials. Because mainly you fish a lot of artificials. That's it. That's Because my uncle and them would get shrimp and throw it on big stick corks in Georgia. Because there's mm -hmm. like a, a way bigger tide swing over there. It's like six, eight foot tide swing. God, you no. got to really know the waters. You got to adjust your depth on your. And then they were like. I was like, man, screw all this big old pin 209s. I'm bringing my baitcaster out there, That's and I'm right. going to throw artificials, and I started spanking them. You know, it's the same yeah. thing. I was just that bass fishing as a oh, young man. kid kind of groomed me for the artificials on the saltwater side. Sure, you know? sure. So, that's that's the same I was. And, and I guess I was about six, maybe 15, and I, and I started really hitting saltwater hard with my buddy uh, Jeff. And his dad, his dad had an offshore, uh, offshore company, American Sport Charters. Yeah. And so I was I grew up kind of helping him, helping him be a deckhand. You know, through through junior high, high school, we kind of grew up fishing together, flying under redfish, so on and so forth. But, yep. uh, yeah, I've been doing it ever since, man. And, uh, you know, little high school boat fishing, did a lot of boat fishing. Yep. And finally, I, El Kayaks came around. Yep, that old plastic boat, man. Uh, when when'd you when you get into that? What what led you down that route? Well, I, we would be fishing in the boat or wade fishing, and we'd be just out of reach for where we could, where I'd see the redfish and birds busting in the middle of that marsh system. And I knew mm -hmm. I'd try to get to those redfish, and I would sink knee deep in the mud. Mm -hmm. And it just got old, man. And I was like, you know what? I bet I could get one of them cheap kayaks from Walmart or from Academy mm -hmm. and just paddle right in there from the boat, right? And yep. That's where it started, man. I got my first boat was a Pelican Castaway, eleven six. <laughs> see, I had the. I had the Perception Caster 12.5. That was my yeah. first one. It was a bright ass yellow. And I was just like, man, I don't want this all yellow boat. So I, I like did a black fade on the bow and the stern. And, and I, I have it on top of my car. I used to car top it. So everybody's like, man, Dustin, you know, my name is Doodoo. They'd be like, Doodoo, you got that. That's that bruised banana on top of your car. Man. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I put everything you could on that boat, man. I tried everything to make that thing more stable where I could stand yep. in it, put pontoons, put crab trap, well, uh, the buoys. Yeah, the mean, buoys I, off the side, yeah. little, little pontoons yeah. off the side. But they were, uh, well, yours was like the scooped out one where you had the little yeah. pad and just yeah. a small little seat back. It was, so you, yeah. were, you were wet. So wet. All soaking day. wet. Mine was, you were soaking wet. If you didn't yeah. have bibs on in the winter, you were freezing your butt wet. off, literally. You That's were right. freezing. Freezing, 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 man. That's that's cool. That seems like a lot of a lot of new beginnings in the in the kayak world. People have started yeah. off in some yeah, of those, was, uh, you know, um, budget boats. I mean, if that's all you can do, hey, well, I, I, more I, I, power I, to you. You get on the water. That's, that's right. the importance of it. Just that's getting right. on the water. Yep, yep. And eventually, eventually led, led to the wilderness, and that's where I started out. Wilderness. Yeah, I stuck with wilderness for a while. Yep. So. Oh, cool. Until deal. I until I hopped into a Jackson. <laughs> Things ain't been the same since. Things ain't been the same <laughs> since, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna touch on that here in a little while. Um, All right. Daniel's got a good uh, relationship with uh, Fish and Tackle Unlimited uh, stores there in the Houston, Greater Houston area. Um, we're gonna touch on that here in a little bit. But yeah, since since you started kayak fishing from the beginnings, 
um, that kayak fishing industry, the growth from then and what you see now. It, give your opinion on that. What, what do you feel like is going Man, on with it? It has blown up immensely and in, 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 in a good way. Uh, in my opinion, I, I think these, the, the, the kayak industry is really, really targeting anglers now and trying to make it as comfortable as you can and as close as you can be to a boat, really, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you've got so many so many different different brands of kayaks out there now. I mean, and, and, and price range, it's, it fluctuates, right? It's depending on your taste and uh, what kind of kayak you, you like. Everybody's different. I mean, me and you, you know, we like, yeah. we like them pedals. Uh, yeah. To each their own, you know. That's right. That's, that's uh, how it is. Yeah, I, I really think they're building kayaks these days for the angler, and they're adding that, all all the bells and whistles to them, where you don't have to make all these modifications and drill holes in your boat and put all this add-on stuff. It's already yeah. coming on the boat, and I and yeah. I see that I see that really advancing in the next 2021, 2022. You're going to yes. see some pretty cool stuff come out. Yeah, some of the storage uh, options and yep. things like that are going to change. Uh, Having the gear track already on the boat and can oh, yeah. run the whole length of it. I know we got a few boats that do that, the U-Pick and the Kilroy HD. Um, but that's going to carry over to some of the other other vessels as well. And you know, you got the boats with the with the trolling motors, with the, yeah. the spot lock stuff, the old towns. That's um, right. You know, but uh, you know, I just have a little bit of a I have an issue just because you know, trolling motors for me are had never been built to run wide ass open like a sure. spotted eight no, it, it, for five miles. It. Like, That's right. you know, I, I mean, yes, I, I'm, I'm on the Torquedo team, but I stand by that product because I know I can go run that thing five, 5.2 miles an hour on a big rig and run it for four or five miles. And I'm not going to have issues, you know? That's right. Yeah. But no, I, something I can't get past yet is using the trolling motor as a mode of, long hauls i just can't see it now the, the spot lock great i mean that that's great that's that's a that's a big uh a plus for especially for somebody in like a current situation fishing uh you know some river change or something like that or dealing with a, a major tides pull or push and, and trying yeah. to stay in one spot you know if you don't have a stack out pole or a power pole or something you know you're you're kind of peddling or paddling your butt off you know right. so i mean that's uh the stuff that's going on you know every, everybody's trying to come out with that next new thing sure and that i really see that being the next new thing in 2021 i see Minn Kota coming out with something big to be more universal for these kayaks and for smaller skiffs and john boats and so on and so forth where they can where they have more run time yeah basically mm -hmm. more durability so is it i know one of a motor guy or Motor guy's got one. Yeah. Motor guy's got a 36-inch shaft That's motor right. already. Yeah. Um, and then Minkota needs to step up their game and come out. Yeah, with, they got, uh, they I noticed a lot, a lot of the boats, uh, Minkota's associated with Johnson Outdoors, which is associated with the Old Town, which they do have that autopilot and this and that, but it's the, it's not the saltwater-specific motor. It's not a no. riptide. They don't That's have right. a model with the riptide in it, and you're going to have more problems with that motor if 100%. you are used to it. In the salt water. Oh, it's um, going to eat it up. Ox, oxidation. Top. It's going to have some corrosion big time. Um, but yeah, that's the way it looks like things are going. Um, I know I, I was this topic we we're going to get into a little later on, but you know, the motors, uh, it's kind of hard not to talk about it because there's a lot of series that have uh, followed the bass kayak world 
and um, on the saltwater side and started allowing uh, motors. Yeah, we were actually, we, I want to say we were one of the first. and then One of the first on the Gulf Coast, yes. Right, yeah, and then LSKS came, we did, did as well, then Upper Coast guys did it. Um, yeah, we took, we got a lot of lash back for that, man. It's just, we, we were trying to really lean towards, I have a lot of older, older anglers that fish my tournaments. I mean, they're in their, yeah. you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. I got some 70 year old guys that are fishing my tournament and yeah. I want to make sure that they understand that it's never, never to never, never give up. Yeah. And there's always an option. And, and we have a lot of wounded veterans also that fish these yeah. tournaments and, and, and I'm opening up for them too. I'm giving everybody an option. To, to have that option to fish. I don't want everybody to feel like I can't fish it because it's, it's only paddle, you know, and I right, right. Only paddle. And so that's what, that's the big reason why we did it. And uh, I had to explain it to those few individuals and understood afterwards, but yeah, but it's where it's going. You gotta, you gotta really, you gotta keep up with times. I mean, you either step up or you, or you disappear. You or know, you left, I mean? left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Salt, salt, uh, saltwater angler, uh, their refuge series, they're allowed motors also, yeah. uh, you know, the KBF, uh, yep. They do the monthlies, but they have the uh, events coming up. They had a couple of uh, stops this year. And then the championship, they allow motors just like on the bass side of things. Uh, most of the Texas trails for freshwater, they're all following suit. Most of them, you got a couple diehard uh, uh, groups uh, out there that are that are kind of still against them. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, times are changing. You know, it, it's... Uh, you can cover more water. It does. I'm telling you, it just makes a difference. It does. It does. And, 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 and like I tell everybody, I mean, I, the I, motor's I, not going to catch your fish, though. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. So I'm going to tell you right now, top, the top three anglers for Angler of the Year this year are all paddlers. Mm -hmm. They ain't paddlers, and they don't have trolling motors. So it has nothing to do with catching fish. At the end of the day, you can get there as fast as you want, but if you don't know what you're doing when you get there, then... Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, I'm bummed I, I missed that first event because I missed out on some points on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you did. You did. Yeah. Hey, you're you're actually got you're, you're 97 right now, man. 97 points. So you're yeah. top seven, top ten. Oh yeah. Yeah. With that, uh, just with that one event. So. With that one event, you you yeah. you, you were up. Have, there, a, have a strong strong finish in this next one. I'll be a I'll be you'll be top I'll be up there top yeah. up there. You top. might you, you might take it. Who knows? You come in with some big old fine slabs. You got 99 points. Come I on. know, and it, they they've been they've been there. They've been there lately, man. I've been stoked on them. If, if Flounder had been there, you know, I just, I just love to chase big trout, man. So, uh, getting in on that note, hey, what, what is your favorite fish to target? You know, uh, my favorite fish would have to be redfish. redfish. Uh, just because, like I said, I grew, I grew up bass fishing, and I, and I grew up. They, they, they target the same as about bass, and they, and they, they give, that, they give you that same blow up, you know, top water bite, side casting. You know, you see a big old tail or a bed, a bed. A bed in the, in the grass and stuff. Yes. And you, you throw on top of that bed, you know there's gonna be a fat girl on top of that bed. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the reason why I love redfish so much. I just I, I love that attack. I love how how aggressive they are. They yeah. So. For those that don't know, they're they're you know we got some listeners that might not always fish saltwater, you know, or, or might not have some of them haven't even fished saltwater before. They they fish saltwater and have different species, but redfish very similar to a bass in, in yeah. what they'll eat. Uh, yeah. How aggressive they are, uh, feeding wise, and, and everything too. And then, uh, 
but they like to man they like to school up and just kill the bait on the shore oh, you know it's just yeah it's, it's amazing just like, it's just, yeah it's amazing to, it's amazing to see isn't it yeah in the fall right right now it's just insane watch them cruise down cruise down in marsh marshland marsh sideline just watch yep. them from a distance busting yep. bait they'll come to you and you'll see them little birds out there like i say they, they like the birds are not social the white herons right. cranes uh snowy egrets and all them they usually don't hang out together unless it's mating season or unless there's food involved that's and, right and birds be doing they'll be like playing like hopscotch, hopscotch. hopscotch. Yeah. that's what i call it they play hopscotch and they be Chasing them reds, they be picking the shrimp out. Ta, ta, ta. Man, oh right. man, when it starts getting like that, it's it's on point. It you is throw, on point. You throw almost anything in there and catch them, but you know, when the tide, you know, the higher tides you get, you know, you gotta 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 have some little it's a little, setup, it's a little harder. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Little hollow body frog on there. <laughs> man, I actually just started throwing frog last year for the first time. I was like, you know what? I mean, bass love it. Come on, they gotta love it. <laughs> so, oh, they man. do. They they'll come on out there and grab it. I know that. They sure will. But yeah, redfish, man, they, they got their strong fish. They pull hard. I you like that, that strong pull. The sound of that, the sound of that drag burning through the guys. It's just like addictive. It's addictive. It is addictive. That's the that's yeah, best addictive. sound in the world, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I love that thing, man. So, you know, being that you're on the uh taking care of all the with the tournament side of things too, but you you also deal with sponsors and stuff and it's it, Yep. How, how that did that lead to your relationship, or or from that did uh, FTU? How did that relationship? So, uh, so originally I was with the uh, I've been with Ken Ken Shaman with Eager Baits for for a while now. I mean, yeah, almost seven years. So we, we're real close, and and I do a lot for Eager, and um, that really didn't lead me down there. I mean, I, I, I Marco Marco he got with me with the old the old buyer he got yes. with me uh two years ago and was seeing if i was interested to become pro staff and kind of help sell sell ftu sell boats and stuff and kind of help manage things and uh for jackson through yeah. ftu and so i i thought it'd be a good opportunity and and, and i brought we also got eager baits in the store as well but I, i've known emily besser and, and joe for a long time through eager baits and and, and through yeah. ken Chamont, but you know, working the fishing shows, boat shows, where yeah. you know become acquaintances. Yes, and and I just uh, I like I love when I when I'm when I believe in somebody and I believe in a business, I, I back them with all my all my being. Yeah. And, and and they're a great group. They're a great group of people. I mean, they they become family to me. And, and this is a very family oriented yes. business. Yes. I mean, they, we we're, we're really close, and so. Yeah, so I just took it. I took the reins and, and I jumped in there when I could, and and I'm I'm rolling. I'm roll with it, man. I, I love what FTU's about. I love what they represent, and I love their products. It's and like the, they, the whole family's on there, huh? Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. My brother. Then I brought my brother on last year because I couldn't. I couldn't really find nobody else that wanted. We wanted to fish out a big rig, and, and that we really wanted to push the big rig. Big rig's a great boat. I mean, it oh, is yeah. an awesome boat. My brother fishes out of it like a champ. Yep. I mean, uh, and I love the Kusa, and, and and we got the blue sky also. So, and kind of, you know, we, we wanted to bring a female in. So I brought my wife in this year to see how she could do on that thing. She fishes a lot. She's my sidekick. Without her, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So, oh, yeah. Uh, she, she goes a lot of, yeah, y'all don't know that she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff for the, for the series too. Everything, man. You she know, eager, eager baits, eager, so yep, I mean, fishing help. shows, boat shows. She, she does all the behind the scenes. I'm tired of her being the behind the scenes, man. I want everybody to see her, what she yeah. is, what she does. So, yep. That's a cool thing that y'all got, you know, all three of y'all got added on. Uh, and I, recently, this, 
this That's industry cool. is going to grow immensely the next couple of years for women. And, and, I, oh, yeah. I, and I, and I really think that, it, uh, that, you know, showing that and showing how great the blue sky is and showing all the, how, how great women are at this sport was going to oh, yeah. the industry as well. Yeah. It's a, there's a big push out there for the, for the lady anglers. You know, I, I, I had one on from Florida. It just crushes them out. She's on a, uh, she just upgraded to more of a stand-up paddle type board, like with a cooler on top and everything. She's oh, yeah. back in the back marshes over there on the space coast and just kills the redfish and stuck and some big trout. And yeah, yeah, Alexa Sky Daily. She was on uh, my first nice. female, uh, guest, and uh, she's super cool chick and uh, fish layer definitely. Yeah, man. but yeah, that uh, you know, having a good relationship with a with the dealer is, is a big plus, you know, and yeah. it is kind of like you say, if you back something already that you believe in, that's, that's important. That's one of the most important things to me as far as becoming uh pro staff or, or actually sure. spons- sponsored by that's a right. company is that if, you know, I, I don't want just the pro staff badge. I, I want to have a relationship that's with right. the company, the product uh, that I have already used and I believe in. That's right. Uh, I don't 100%. know if some flack for this, but I don't really all that national pro staff and you got to pay to get all these stuff and all this and that and yeah you know i'm not down with that i'm down with having a relationship with a company local companies if you can yes sir 100 and, and pushing something you have used tried and true and believe in 100 yeah. i'm totally for that big time that's, that's what i'm about so who, who who backs me i back them and, and i and i will give them the world and you know it is what it is yep 100% right there with you. Oh, yes. So, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Pick three. Pick we'll three. Throw a, throw a pick three on you real quick. Come on. All right. You got three setups you can take on the water. You know, tell me what kind of setup this be and what bait is tied on each one. Go. I'm going to throw – I'm going to have two two bait casters, both mm-hmm. medium light. On that one, I'm going to have a – well, one will be medium medium rod, one will be medium light rod. One, will, well, medium light rod will have a uh, wedge tail green chili on it, eight mm-hmm. ounce jig head. Yep. And the uh, medium rod will have a uh, zombie ghost walker. Yep. Uh, Black widow. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and then my uh, my spin rod, light tackle spin rod with a popping cork. Can't go wrong with with the popping cork with a voodoo shrimp. Yes, sir. And not just no voodoo shrimp, the the natural with a rattle. The rattle, yes, the little smaller one, right? The little, no, nah, it's a little big. It's, it's, it's a little five. bigger. It's the three five, okay? Three five, yeah. And they they kind of expanded it, and they have weedless options now and everything. Yeah, we got too. we got some weedless, and all the weedless have rattles in them as well. They got the they got the three knockers in them and yep. um, all all Mastad hooks. So you, you'd be surprised at what their rattles do. And call no, it, it, it does. It's that little bit it's of vibration. That little man. bit of vibration too, and their little uh, their little rip. Uh, rip shad, rip jerk, jerk baits oh, is man. what they get. Oh, those little small, the slow sinking ones are, yeah. are deadly in the winter time around the, 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 yeah. Um, need a little more noise, throw the big one. If not, throw the three five. That's right. Uh, That's a little right, more bro. finesse yeah, presentation. I'll throw the little little three five here and there when they're a little more skittish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sweet man. Yeah, man. That's a great one right there. So hey, what? 
How did all this tournament stuff come up? Who? Where did so, that the saltwater survival series? How did that get kicked off? So I've been fishing saltwater saltwater survival series since it started. Uh, back when Justin uh, Rich and Cameron Bargy ran it. Uh, okay. And actually, Eddie Noskizi was helping them then, uh, and that was back seven. It's been seven years. I get actually this year was seven years. So, yeah, they ran it for two years, and I loved it. I loved that tournament. And back then, they ran it with with Ken with Ken Chamont, Eager Bates, and we handpicked the lures. Right? Yes. Each each each, each angler yes. got five lures, and that's the only lures yes. they got. You lost the lure, you're out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you only had a certain amount of. Soft plastics. That's sometimes right. you had a top water. Sometimes you had a couple voodoo shrimp. Sometimes Each you had series the, is different. The, yeah. um, uh, uh, what's the one? The wedge tails, or what's the little the ones that are pre rigged like the shad, the voodoo shad, voodoo shad, and there's a yeah. yes, voodoo mullet, yeah. mullet. Yep. But yeah, yeah. You, you got that, and and that's all you had. You had terminal tackle you could use, like a jig head yeah. with a spinner bait, or a, you can use Procure. Magic, or you kind of yeah, they usually yeah. had a little small little little vial of yeah. that. To yeah, with we, got, we, we brought we, we brought we brought Procure on, I guess, year number three, and we got yep. we gave her, every angler had gotten Procure after that. So, but anyway, I, Eddie, Eddie, go ahead, Bob. No man, go ahead now. I said Eddie, Eddie was uh Eddie took over two years after Justin him. He was helping them kind of behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And Eddie ran it for two years. And then I, and then I, I started helping Eddie his last year. He was doing it kind of behind the scenes, just like kind of he did. It just kind of passed down the line. And uh, yeah. that's that's how I ended up with it. And I, I bought it from Eddie and been running it ever since. We did some change ups. You got like I said, you got to you got to change things up to adapt. You either adapt or you die off. So, yeah, that was one of my next questions was talking about, you know, uh, yeah. you know, talk about how the, in the beginning it was, you know, the whole deal, that's why it was called the, ser the survival series, because you all, everybody got the same baits, the same right. box of baits. It might be a little different color differences in some of them, but you got the same lures. You all had to fish the same thing. So yep. you didn't have any topwaters in that box. Nobody had topwaters that day. That's right. You know, so it was a, it was a, um, you know, a leveling curve to say the least. And that, yep. that's what, that's what drew me to that. And then, you know, you know, you got to roll with the time sometimes sometimes stuff is you know it gets tough the numbers start decreasing it gets numbers start decreasing you stop seeing anglers show up that fished a year before and you start asking yep. those questions to your to your to your to your 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 customers right right and they just don't like that some didn't like the lures some liked the lures some didn't like the mm -hmm. colors some didn't get yeah. enough lures some, so we finally just got you know is what what, what makes what makes the saltwater survival series the saltwater survival series it's not the lure it's no. it's the three fish species Yes, that's what you got to yes. catch three fish species to survive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. That's right. Definitely. So and then, man, that's what. All I know is this next one. We got to bring the dance contest back. <laughs> yeah, we, me and Tony actually talked about that. We talked about that. It was like, you know what? It's, it's, you know, we're missing. We're missing some dance contests, man. You so. know, the first one I ever did, I won the dance off. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I went was out that, there and said pop lock and some uh, little. Was that, was that little, when Charlie Melton was there? I don't know if Charlie Melton was at that one, but this yeah. one was at uh, Lewis's Bay Camp right there yeah. in Hitchcock. Yeah. And this was probably four years ago, maybe. That was the first one I had fished. Yeah. Yeah. I had jumped up in there and started doing some old school top rocking stuff, like when I used to break dance back in the day in my parachute pants. Nice. <laughs> We we all gonna I'm gonna bring it I'm gonna bring a casting box and we're gonna start we're gonna do some casting competitions for some prizes. So we got some cool yeah. prizes again this year and a lot of awesome raffles. Oh, yeah. and, and so you know we pay it this this we this 
our tournament is for the angler by the anglers. So we, we really we give the angler what we would want if we were fishing someone's tournament, what we would want. And we, and that's oh, yeah. the show that's the show we put on. So yeah, uh, dead dead ass last. Uh, you got different pots here and there. I'm gonna tell you right now. The best piece of advice I can give anybody out there that's going to fish the Saltwater Survival Series, enter every side pot you can because you're going to smack yourself upside the head <laughs> and you don't win it. It happens, right happens now, every time. There's great raffles, too. So go, hey, go spend a little extra money. Get another $20, $30 worth of extra tickets because there's so much stuff they're giving away. It is insane. And I can attest to them prize purses and the prizes because you walk away with a rod, you walk away with a freaking 10 pound box of eager baits voodoo stuff french shrimp and everything yeah. and then the, the payouts are awesome because it's all 100 yeah. payouts 100 we don't we don't make they no money off this quite a few places and each deal and everything now on the side pots this winter take off take off it's yeah this is first place that's it so <laughs> this one coming up this one will be the flounder of correct yep this is gonna be a flounder event and of course the side pot redfish trout Slam and, and most spots. Spots on this one. We do have a big trap. I'm think I'm gonna go for that. But uh on the flounder being this time of year, that'll be a two fish stringer. Two fish stringer. And remember, guys, it's gotta be 15 inches. Can't be 14 yeah, 15 anymore. inches this year. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be a gonna... good event, man. And what what's the date and location for this one? November 14th at Sunset Lounge in San Leon, Texas. Oh, and way yeah. it starts from one and is over at five. If you are not in line at five o'clock, <laughs> you will not be counted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's gonna be a good one coming up. Uh, good times this time of year. Those flounder are on the move. I can attest to that too. There's Dude, just, I mean, it, it's flounder been, been killing. I think I've, I haven't went and seen Facebook or Instagram and not seen at least four or five flounder in somebody's posts. It has been crazy this year. Yeah, it's been insane. I've caught some <laughs> of the big, more bigger flounder this year than I have ever, ever yeah. before on on water fishers. Yeah, I've places flounder. that I hadn't. Called a lot of flounder before. I'm, it's I'm weird, kinda, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird this year. It's definitely. It, it kind of makes it weird, hard to talk, hard, hard to figure out how to target them because you, they're yeah. everywhere. They are. They are. I actually had had one blow up on a little spook junior in like three inches of water. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. It's like a mullet swimming over. Man, yeah, I guess you're right. They it, smack it. It was a good one. It's almost 19 inches. I mean, they don't play. Damn. They want to come up and grab some. They can come up. You know, you see them jumping out of the water, chasing stuff too. So. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not afraid to jump on a little soft dine or, or a little small top water at time. You know? so, well, that'd be fun. With this, uh, <laughs> you know, with this uh, this tournaments going on and all that, you know, you, you did, we talked about it earlier, we kind of touched on it about the being being one of the first trails around to, to add the motors, which is cool. I thought that was pretty rad, you know, because I've, you know, being on the bass side of things, I've, I'd always, I'd already been on the the motor bandwagon yeah, <laughs> from the get-go, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, man, that was cool. Y'all stepped up to that and got that going and all that. And, you know, the series is just super fun. So, uh, you know, everybody listening, you know, if you're around the, the, the Gulf, uh, Texas Gulf Coastal region or come on over from Louisiana, you know, I know we got some listeners over there. So, uh, man, come on, uh, go to the website, you know, www.saltwatersurvivalseries.com and go check it out, see all the info there. Uh, add them on Facebook. You know, they got a Facebook page and everything. And uh, we'll, updates will be on there. So, you know, it's, it's going to be really cool. So what's the um, future for the events looking like well, as, as we roll into 2022? Are there going to be any other changes? or, or Yeah, there, there'll be, there'll be some, yeah, we have done some things, and we're going to be doing some things next year. Um, 
we got to of course move the dates around due to due to November being closed for flounder next year. That's got that's kind of got to wake it up a little bit, and which yeah. means we're just gonna we're gonna have to shove all the tournaments more up in the year. Yeah. So which means it opens up November to possibly or November or, or December or October and December to maybe a possibly maybe a team tournament. Yeah, slam be- slam tournament. So something like that. Yeah. We're, we're we're thinking about doing something cool next year. Uh, so I'd like to see the trout tournament be the first one in, in like March. That's what we were, we were talking about. That redfish I, is really our our. That's the one that really blows up, right? We had over a hundred anglers in our first yeah. redfish tournament. Trout tournament. We had eighty four something. Eighty four yeah. anglers. Our trout tournament. So yeah, the numbers kind of decreased throughout the year. In my area, the redfishing is better in October than any. Like oh, this yeah, past sure. month has been stupid. Yeah. And and I know the trout tournament was in what was it in this year? Was it July? It was in June. 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 And it was hot as hell. It was hot. I know a lot of people struggled in that one. I it struggled to feel feel a limit. You know, yeah. it, it if you're struggling to feel a limit, period, it, it's tough. And so um, there will be some changes around. There'll be some changes flipping around. Yeah. We'll be flipping we'll flipping the species species around some. So yeah, I'm gonna take what everybody says and kind of, you know, and move, you know, take take the options and move them around. And see what, move see how we can change it up. Yep. Any and any big announcements or anything? Any other sponsor changes or anything like there that? There will be some new sponsors we're bringing on next year, but yep. we'll, we'll we'll release that in January. Yep. Stay posted with, on the- with with the stay posted on that and, and some yep. and some really cool stuff as far as that goes. We got some big names in there coming up to help us out next year. So that'll be cool. So yeah, yeah. keep. Keep uh, glued to the Facebook page for updates and all that good stuff. You know, um, they're always super fun events. You know, um, the DSK Dirty South Kayak Anglers uh, group comes out, does some food. Uh, you know, you buy plates, pretty damn good pastor tacos, whatever else they got grilling up That's over right. there. Uh, you know, it's just all the camaraderie. Everybody's hanging out, uh, all the giveaways. You know, it's just it's just a great event. You know, bring the family out, you know, bring them out, have them come and bring their chairs. It's outdoor area yeah, it's, it's, right it's, on right. the water. The the sunsets are beautiful. That's why it's called Sunset Lounge because it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just the best right there in that area. So, you know, it's awesome, you know, if you can bring the family out to the way in and let them enjoy everything. It's just the anticipation of everybody weighing their fish in and everything. It's just a good, a good uh, surrounding, you know, it's just a yeah. good, good deal. That's, so. that's that's what we're shooting for. Me and Tony, me and Tony, we we based that series, this series off that family oriented. Want come out, have a good time, listen to some music, maybe some dance contest. Oh yeah, <laughs> eat oh, some yeah. good food, get in yep. some cool raffles, and just have a great time. That's what it's all about. And it's excelled by just by doing that, you know. That's right. that's you, it. know and, and, you know, and it was it was really fun with the with everybody getting the same lures, but it still kept that fun vibe and that family atmosphere. Yep. over the years so it's one of the 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 one of my most anticipated tournaments if i can work out and make them i, I always like we to come really, and, and we appreciate and, you man we love yeah. having you yeah man so yeah it's always good everybody everybody's super cool and everything and just you know it's just it's just fun times man how, how can you not like fun times on the water and then fun times afterwards at the way or it's even yeah. better you know <laughs> plus you get plus you get to meet some cool anglers that have been in this business for a long time and kind of kind of shoot, oh, yeah. shoot shoot the crap with them and talk fishing that's that's yeah. a cool thing that's, too, that's man. the best thing right there a lot of knowledge a lot of knowledge out there i know time on water time on the water pays off big time but but when you can surround yourself with with all them years are out there like you talking about charlie melton yeah. story all them old timers, man, they've been on the water a long time. I mean, I ain't a little young, but you know, I'm pushing 50 right here. But you know, 
just learning everything differently is is hearing other approaches and different stuff people do on the water is you know i'm a sponge of these things even though you know i'm i'm pretty confident in my angling skills i am but dude you're all you can always learn that's right because like, like, soak it up that's right soak things change time up. changes there's new stuff that's coming out all the time that i, I don't know about new technology and yep it. yep and i i'm i'm all for the the the, the tournament attorney talk at the end you know talk smack and this and that but you know you'd be surprised how many of the top guys will We'll take a minute and share some stuff. That's right. Up and comers, because that's what it's all about, getting new people in the sport and having people involved and the camaraderie. The camaraderie of kayak fishing is just through the roof. I mean, there's just I've met so many cool people through this sport. I'm going to call it a sport. This, you know, angling, kayak angling is just insane. You know, bass side, saltwater side, all of it. It's all really cool. And just there's been some big opportunities and, you know, Without jumping into that little yellow freaking perception back in, you know, eight years ago or so, I wouldn't ever found it, you know. Same. You know, same thing. It's just like. It's nothing like it. I mean, you could, I could be in a boat all day long. And, I, and yeah. I, would pick, I would pick going kayak fishing over a boat every day, any day just because the noise. The noise and the mess and the, it's just so much more relaxing. You're that you get, lo- that you get lost. I'm talking about just dropping your rod tip in front of a redfish right beside and you. Smacking pow. <laughs> yeah. And the stuff you see out there, the wildlife and the, the wild the hogs, birds hogs, and the hogs man. and the coyotes, coyotes and the yeah. bobcats. I've seen bobcats of big old alligators coming up beside that's you. That's right. Looking at you and all that. You know, you don't see that when you're going nature. 60 miles an hour in, no. a, in a boat. No, <laughs> you're you're you are one with nature back in the back marshes. And, that's and right. it's super and then, you know, and I, I do, I, I paddle a lot when I get back there. So I do have a, some, some boats that, that paddle well, but that motor helps me get to those openings yeah. and marsh and I'll paddle and get around and then, you know, stand up and sight cast. And I look, love it, man. You know, I like getting on the water. One of my favorite things is getting to my spot before sunrise and just, oh, yeah. Stay got pulled down 100%. and just kick back have a little snack and drink your water and get ready for the day and just listen. All the noise. Start listening to everything. Start opening up. Start hearing the bait push. And then all of a sudden the toilet bowl flushes. And then you know the redfish are eating already. That's right. Like, and they're already pushing somewhere. So you it's know what about to go it's, down. In first cast, it's about <laughs> to be on fire. That's right. <laughs> That's what Dang, it's all man. about, man. That's what it's all about out there. So yeah, man. Um Dude, I appreciate you coming on here with hey, me. Thanks for having me, bro. Getting this episode going. So, uh, you know, with that being said, um, you know, I know you got some people you want to thank, some sponsors and stuff, throw it out there. The stage yep. is yours. You know, go ahead and yeah, give man. some shout outs and some love uh, to everybody. I, I want to show FTU love. Um, Fish and Tackle Lemon, they, they really uh, opened up for, opened their doors up to us and really, really backed us 100%. Uh, H&H Rods, Chris Brooks and Andrew Garcia, and then they really backed, them up, backed us up the past three years. Uh, Eager Bates. I mean, we couldn't do it without Eager Bates. Ken Chalmont, we really appreciate him. Uh, and I I personally, myself, couldn't do it without my family and my backing. Tony Kill, Nicholas Gibson, my wife, my brothers. I mean, without them, it, I, I wouldn't be able to do this, man. So family is everything. Damn straight. Damn straight. And all them, all your brothers, all y'all bearded anglers. That's right. <laughs> I get jealous of that thing because I got to shave for work. I'm know? sorry, brother. I'm I, sorry, man. I, I wish I could grow me a big old ZZ Top. I bet you could, too. 
Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> it, it grows fast. It comes in thick and fast. Got, it's getting a little more gray over the years, but uh, but man, I'm telling you, when I'm out of that plant, it's 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 growing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, grow it out, buddy. I'm sure I missed some sponsors, but I wanted to name our main sponsors that backed us for the past three or four three or four years. So, yep, yeah, um, cool deal, man. I know that's a big help to have support like that. FTU, family, man, Egret. Yeah. You know, H and H rods and everybody like that. That's that's a big deal. So just so y'all know, y'all um y'all come on out on November the fourteenth, Sunset Lounge, San Leon. Y'all know that that's uh that's on Dickinson Bay. Um, pretty cool area right there. There's lots of other stuff going on. Y'all can stop and eat at the Topwater Grill on the way in. <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's gonna be cold out, we're gonna have a yeah. fire going too. So little bonfire, you know, yeah. uh, make it a day out of it. You know, have your family come meet you. Or, something like that and uh, some good times man and that's going to be a fun event um you know thanks everybody for tuning in listen to us you know we want to thank everybody that takes the time to listen to these podcasts you know out there in this podcast world and we appreciate everything and uh man thanks once again thanks again for coming on uh we'll thank see everybody at that uh at that flounder event for the saltwater survival series and uh once again thanks danny and we'll appreciate you buddy y'all next time on the water man we'll, we'll see you november 14th Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.